Hey, welcome to All Things Swizzle. It's your boy, Jay Swizzle, back in this. And I have a very dear guest of mine here, Mrs. Jennifer Johnson Dominguez, <laughs> newlywed. Thank you very much for showing up. Thank you, thank you. And um, today we're here to talk about the the way that women affect men in terms of relationships and overall just feelings and how you know what they do has a heavy effect on us whether or not we show it so um without further ado jennifer johnson would like to go ahead and just say a quick word all right so i'm jennifer um like i said like um jay swizzle here said i am newlywed um i have a wonderful relationship with my fiance my husband we've had a great growing together um experience um but just organically through conversations between me and Justin, we've kind of, I've kind of hit this wall with some things that like I really feel passionate about with the way women treat certain subjects. And one of them being when they go out of their way to try to make a point, and that point is uh, made by doing something rash or harsh that they know is going to hurt somebody's feelings. They know it's going to affect the other person. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, uh-huh. not physically, but emotionally. I mean, of course. So you sit there and you block them on Facebook. You sit there and you call them a name. Like all those things have a very deep physical impact on people. We don't want to be treated that way. Of course. You call a woman a name and it's the end of the world to <laughs> us. Like, yeah. How dare you? You, you know, a misogynistic pig. But that's us doing the same exact thing. Uh-huh. Like you can't fight fire with fire. But then, when we just do it just out of spite, just just to make a point, we get upset that you have feelings about it. Yeah. Like, we're like, well, why can't you just man up? In all fairness, men have had to go through a lot. I mean, women have had their struggle. I'm not demeaning my my gender in any way. I've, I've been through struggles myself. But you sit there and you think about it, and you're like, men have to constantly be the one who should be providing. Of course. They're the ones who constantly should not, mm-hmm. you know, cry for certain things. They they have to hold this this facade. And those are all things that we're like taught and like held to mm-hmm. as early age. Very early age. Boys shouldn't cry, boys shouldn't do this, boys, you know, can't wear pink, boys shouldn't play with dolls. <laughs> yeah. As an educator, I was against all of that. Your your child wants to play in dramatic play all day every day and play with dolls great you know what that means he's gonna be a good father one day because he wants to care and nurture for something yeah that's what i see mm-hmm. you has a you know man that that machismo mm-hmm. are going well he's doing a girly thing but yeah. your son's actually just exhibiting the idea that he wants to care for something and now you've reprimanded him for it exactly making him think that it's a bad thing to care for somebody yeah and you start that at such an early age mm-hmm. i mean we've gotten better in society with it i'm not going to take away the strides that we made but women, especially in my age group, I'm a little bit older, um, will lash out and they'll say things and they'll do things and they'll just be mean and they'll be mad that, you know, a guy's sitting there like, you made me upset. Yeah. Well, why weren't you mad enough to take what I did? <laughs> and it comes down to, I don't think women realize that men are supposed to have these feelings. We, we did this to create that. Exactly. So why are we mad about it? Like, mm-hmm. you can't bake a cake and then be pissed you don't have a pie. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, the way I see it is they expect a reaction out of you. 
and especially for someone like myself who isn't really confrontational mm -hmm. you know um i don't even i only argue with people i love so if if you bring me to a point where we're exchanging words then you know that you've brought this out of me so if you're expecting a reaction out of me and it's not what you like you can't get mad that you know it's not what you thought it was going to be because that you're bringing out a side of me that i really shouldn't have to be i guess you know showing to you and i mean in every healthy relationship that there's arguments there should be arguments of course you care enough to have an argument mm -hmm. you care enough to feel some way they care enough to feel some way you care enough to exchange words and come to an agreement mm -hmm. hopefully at the end of it or an understanding at least yeah but i i've just noticed it with a lot of women they just they nitpick and they nitpick and they nitpick and they nitpick and they they jab and they punch and, and verbally and emotionally uh -huh. um, they will wear you down they will wear the shit out of you <laughs> honest to god they'll yeah. just wear you the fuck down and it's but then it's not fair that you're worn down mm -hmm. well you should be able to handle this you know what kind of girl i am you should exactly. be able to handle me. you can't handle me you're not mad about no that's not how oh. it goes no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> if they, if the tables were turned. Yeah. And not that he would ever do this, but my husband, if he ever sat there and wore me down the way women wear down men sometimes, I wouldn't be in this relationship. It would not be worth my time. Of course. It would, it would literally be like, you keep wanting me to prove myself that I, I'm, you know, strong enough to handle this, but instead of helping me grow. Mm hmm you literally just bearing me and all this and it's not fair it's not right of course not at all i mean gonna get a little dark here but men have a higher suicide rate than women yeah because it's higher stress rate higher stress rate and we put a lot of that stress unnecessarily mm -hmm. on people i i have anxiety i am stressed out 90 percent of the time for no good reason. <laughs> For no reason. The sky's not the right shade of blue. What's going to happen? You know? <laughs> I'm crazy. I know it. I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I've learned to manage it. But I, I'm able to tell people I have anxiety. It's not this, you know, well, women have anxiety sometimes. It's okay. Mm, that's not a normalized thing. It, it's, it's, it's become normalized for women to have mental issues. Exactly. I mean... It, it's become almost for some people something that they brag about even if it's not truly bad uh -huh. I, I don't like to sit there and go to people yeah well I have anxiety or you know I suffer from depression they're true but that's that's not who I am as a person it's something I suffer from it's something that I live with it's something I deal with it's not my personality all by itself but it's become normalized mm -hmm. that women should have this but if a guy sat there and went I have anxiety or I suffer from depression get the fuck over it Man up. Yeah. Why can't you just get over it? It's all in your head. Yeah, that's where mental illness is. It's <laughs> in, in your, your head. head. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the easiest place to get trapped in because when you're talking to yourself, you want you want to uh, validate everything that you're feeling and you, you kind of seek those opinions out in others. Mm -hmm. And it just it just keeps you in a constant repetition of want doing what you want and doing what you need to do. Because doing what you need to do is never, more than likely, not going to coincide with what you want to do ever. I mean, there there are very, very few things in life where those go together. What you need to do, you need food, shelter, clothing, clean water, things like that. Uh -huh. um, but what you want to do is go fuck. 
pointing at me? I'm talking. Sorry, that's my husband. We're doing our thing I told you about. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to get murdered, don't you? Quick little intermission. <laughs> I was just, just keep going. I told you we were doing this, right? Right. Love you. Go lay down. Okay, babe. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a healthy relationship right there, though, for real. Like, it it's it's a weird relationship. I'll give everybody that, <laughs> but it's healthy. We speak, we talk, we yell, we fight, we come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. We've figured out how to deal with each other, deal with each other's needs. Um, I he's a very physical, hands-on. Wants to hug, wants to cuddle. I was not very much that way, but seeing that that's something he needs to have to feel that I love him back, it was something that I adjusted to. And there's within reason, like, I, there's sometimes I'm just like, you're smothering me, I can't breathe, please let me go. Mm-hmm. And there are times, you know, when I'm just like, I, I, I'm having a bad day, you know, I had an anxiety attack, please don't touch me at all. Of course. So, and we respect each other with that, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it, it it does come down to love languages, having to understand, you know, who it is that you're dealing with and mm-hmm. how, how receptive they are to how you show love. Yep. You know, because someone like me, I definitely show my love through action, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of providing and, you know, doing small favors that... Acts of service. Is- acts of service, correct. Yes. And, you know, for someone who really needs to be told that they love or really needs to communicate well, uh, that... There's a there's an impasse when it comes to that because there's not enough reassurance if there isn't enough words said. You know? See, mine is words said, mm-hmm. so I need to hear it constantly. I'm doing a good job. Thank you. Love you. Mm-hmm. You know, just so that you can actually know that that is put out into the, the world. The universe. That, yep. Yeah, that you're loved and you're known and you're appreciated. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to her advice at all. Mm. Don't listen to his advice ever. <laughs> hey, my advice wins all the time. Do what the fuck you want when you want to fucking do it. Look right. where it's got me, beautiful. It got me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a great move on your behalf sometimes, but okay. <laughs> I got a good job. Mm-hmm. I got the beautifuls. Yep. And I still do whatever the fuck I want to do. Because I don't give a fuck. That's how you win in life. Because nobody else cares, so fuck it. Do it for yourself. Exactly. I mean... Thank you. There is some wisdom in that. Not the greatest wisdom, but some wisdom. (laughs) About to do some crazy shit after this podcast just because of that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he's not wrong. I mean... Of course, yeah. I've told you, you're the only person that's on your side 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Correct. Me and you can have difference of opinion. I've told you when I'm giving you advice, if you don't like what I'm saying throw it out the window i don't know what's going to be best for you mm-hmm. you know what's going to be best for you you know what you want out of life you know if you need to sit there and, and meditate and look inwards at it you know if you need to put it out into the world i can just tell you what i think what i feel what i've seen and half the time i only know half the argument i only know your side yeah so i mean that's how everybody should treat advice too it's just that if you don't like it, if it's not going to work for you, you shouldn't have to do it. You shouldn't feel obligated. It's mm-hmm. advice. I see... Um, I might have to put some uh, little extra explanation into this. I see advice as guidance rather than direction. 
because there are people who are lost who take advice and they hear it and they go exactly with that but they don't input it and then let that guide them to the direction that they need to take mm-hmm. with whatever problem they're facing you know um especially when it comes to i guess women you know i get because when women degrade men it's always mentally you know mm-hmm. you can never make a man feel bad about himself you know like physically like he's fat in the mirror because he, he wakes up every day he knows that he sees that he doesn't care he still has you and he's fat you know but 100 percent true <laughs> my fiance my husband is not a skinny man after just <laughs> calling him my husband now <laughs> not a skinny man he's a bigger man i love him i love rubbing his belly but mm-hmm. it's not something that like i can never sit there if i sat there i went you're fat he goes i know <laughs> he knows it I mean, you can attack men's physical appearance. Some of them do care enough. I, if I said something about your hair, and I fucking love your hair, but if I said something, <laughs> you'd be like, but my hair. Yeah. It's I'd be your, like, wait, wait, are you serious about that? Hold on. I had yeah. to check in the mirror real quick, make sure everything's looking good. But a lot of it comes down to, mostly, you're not man enough. You're not doing enough. You aren't giving enough. Mm-hmm. You aren't providing enough. You aren't, you aren't enough. Yeah. And men need to hear that they are enough. They really are. That's very true. There are amazing men. I told you this earlier today. You are amazing. I find you to be an amazing person. And it's not coming from a place of we're going to have a relationship. Obviously, I'm married. Mm. Um, It's not coming from a place of I want something from you. So I want to tell you this to butter you up for something. It's coming from a place where in that conversation we had earlier, I felt that you needed to hear it. Yeah. And I needed you to hear it from somebody who you knew actually meant it. And from a place where I was coming, this is how I feel about you, and I want you to feel this same way every day. Exactly. People need to, all across the, everywhere, the whole spectrum, men need to build each other up. I mean, they, they're really good at it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but, like, they build each other up for dumb things. They're like, you're the man, you you know, you're this. You know, good shot at, yeah. uh, what is it, ba- I don't know, any sport, basketball. Uh-huh. You know, good, good two-pointer. Sh- good shot, you know, yeah. keep going. And it's not enough about... It's more about things that they've done in achievement. Yeah. You know, oh, you got with her. Congrats. High five. No, you're an amazing person. Just want to let you know that, bro. Mm-hmm. I think you're awesome. Thank you. For no reason. No, no other reason than and you are you. a huge difference. Just hearing that. It does. There was... Um, there's a, a psychologist, and I'll have to look it up. I'll get back to you on that one officially. Mm-hmm. But when you're... Working in early childhood education, when you're praising a child, there are times to be very specific. I like what you've drawn here. Mm. You're a great artist. And there are times to just praise them as a person. And you have to do that whole child mentality. When you're doing children in early childhood education, you have to think about their emotional being, their uh, mental state, their their education level. You have to think of the whole child. Yeah. We stop doing that with adults we start mm-hmm. thinking of them as a whole you start thinking of the guy you know mcdonald's just flips your burgers you start thinking yeah you know the guy at the gas station i just gonna buy a pack of cigarettes from him he's a whole person he's uh-huh. a whole individual uh-huh. we treat children with kids gloves which we should but we take that away we we identify just nuances of a person these little pieces mm-hmm. and we praise that and that's great but there's a whole, whole additional person exactly and so we're we're really good at getting those minute little, you know, my generous delicious thank you, 
you know, you did a great job at that game. Uh-huh. You know, you were really smart with, and you came up with this proposal at this meeting. All of those were really great at those. Were really great at picking at a person as a whole exactly. too. Instead of praising a person as a whole, mm-hmm. we pick at a person as a whole. When we should be picking behaviors, we should be flipping it. Praising yeah. a person as a whole and nitpicking behaviors. I don't like it when you leave the toilet seat up. I don't like it. Well, what was the last thing I told Alex? And it's not to talk down on them. It's to make sure it's, that they... It's to let them know, like, hey, this is making me... I can't remember the last thing I picked at him about. <laughs> but I, I... Too many I, to count. I, <laughs> no, it's been so far between because he takes what I say to heart. Of course, yeah. The little little things. Hey, when you did this, I felt this way. I need you to not do that. I've had PTSD from past relationships come out at him. Of course. Where I've gotten angry and I've gotten sad and I've gotten rage for an incredibly stupid reason. But being able to identify that, because I'm an adult and I can go, oh, hey, this reminded me of this. And let me take some time, calm down, and be able to explain to him, hey, when you did this... It bothered me. Yeah. I can't have you doing that. That's not something that's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Or he he does it to me. Um, the last thing I think he did to me was when I was cooking peppers and onions, it's not cooked enough. Yeah. It's just not cooked enough. And he did it for like three days in a row, and I was just finally like, <laughs> you cook them. <laughs> and, he, and, and by me doing that, I mean, it sounded like I exploded, but it was really just like, I, I, I thought I did it. I thought I did it. I thought I did it. You show me, but I it uh-huh. came out in a slight frustration. But of course. because it was pent up. Yeah, it was pent up. It was like, but I cooked them. Mm-hmm. But I cooked them. But I cooked, but I cooked them to my standard. He yeah. wants them burnt. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. Um, it was cooked to your standard, but just because it wasn't meant to his, rather than thanking you for even doing it, it was more of a nitpick as to it could have been done better. And it's, but it was specific. Of course. Which is. Great. It's instead of your cooking sucks. Hey, when you make peppers and onions, I, they need to be done more for me. There should, uh, there's there's a room for improvement. You know, they they give you tips to where uh, not even for their liking, but just for the benefit of the of group. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was a great moment where the I think it was like maybe three days later. I was like, hey, we're having sausage and peppers. I want you to cook the the onions and the peppers for mm-hmm. yourself, so I can see where. Where it is I'm having the flaw because I can't have you keep telling me that I'm not doing it right. Exactly. And have nothing to predicate it off of. Nothing to base it off of. Nothing to give me that input of, oh, I see why. Yeah. So once he showed me, I I think he did it like two times. Since. Since. Mm-hmm. And it was really just, uh, hey, I'm trying to cook 30 other things. Yeah. Just hold, handle this one Handle thing this one because <laughs> I know you can do this. <laughs> I know you can handle this. And he's a great cook. Of I course, just, yeah. very, I very like cooking. Cook. I I like having control of my kitchen. Yeah. It's one of the first few times that I've kind of owned my kitchen. Yeah, and, and it's my kitchen. It's not my sister's kitchen. It's not, you know, my mother in law's kitchen. It's my kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, I want to hold it. I want it to be mine. I want to be in charge of it. Of course. Um, and he understands that. He oh, that was one of the last things he I I had to yell at him about. I was in the middle of an anxiety, and I was like. He's like, well, go lay down. I'll, I'll clean the kitchen. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need to focus on something. Yeah. And just that, that ability to be able to express those things mm-hmm. rather than just be like, nah. And then complaining, you know, being able to talk about the differences helps you get over them. Right, babe? I cook onions and peppers better now. Mm-hmm. 
I made her learn how to fucking. You gotta fucking cook those shits up till they're done. They're so overdone. <laughs> but you eat and, them more. And beautiful. I think you're slowly becoming a Spanish woman. That's the best. Was thing I was I not already? What? That's oh. bad. Well, I'm pretty sure you're goddamn white as fuck. Cassie's this white. And Cassie's Cuban. She she's the Cuban we don't like to talk about. <laughs> okay. You're the converted Cuban because you use those fucking hands like a motherfucker when you talk. Oh, that's the Italian. That's from David. Dude, you might you that that's more than Italian, because you, you don't Italians use their hands different than a Cuban does. They do subtle little things as a Cuban. No, you haven't seen David Med. Oh, I'm sure he he, mm-hmm. he does he does things that are you do like little shit like almost like a black woman <laughs> but like a Cuban woman. Because you sit there and you you'll in the middle of a sentence just be like it's like what the fuck did you I I got confused beautiful. Alright baby we're doing something we'll talk about that later. Case. Okay, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call you Jen Dominguez. <laughs> I mean... We're going to get that Johnson all out of there, but you're yeah. going to be Cuban by then. <laughs> Love you. You're going to talk about how you swam over from Cuba. Word. No, I don't swim. Actually, I like swimming. This is the same, motherfucker. You're the only one that goes to the pool. <laughs> of course. You know, um, and being able to just express that's something i actually had to learn recently because you know like i mentioned uh, i'm not a very talkative person Mm -hmm. um i i learned that i had to be vulnerable you know in order for my partner to really understand me and i i have a huge like i have like the great wall of china around around my heart you know what i'm saying so in order to be vulnerable i had to be able to you know express that to my partner and that comes out a lot, especially in arguments. And the way I see it is differences between two people can't coexist unless, you know, they get set aside first. So, you know, no matter how harsh the argument is, you know, it, it has to get settled at that moment for any growth uh, or any progress to continue. Even if the settlement is we agree to disagree. Exactly. I understand your side. You understand my side. There needs mm-hmm. to be maybe not an agreement, but an understanding. Yeah understanding of that other person's side understanding of I've done this and you've done that and they're just meshing their their oil and water they're bashing at at knuckles you know it's not Mm -hmm. working of course why is it not working well it's not working because I feel this way and you feel that way okay Mm -hmm. your your feelings are valid Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are in this world your feelings are valid you know man woman child you know, unidentified gender, it does not matter. There's a whole spectrum of them. Mm-hmm. does not matter. Your feelings are always going to be valid. Of course. And that's, that's the big thing. You have to understand, even if you feel a certain way, you need to respect that other people feel differently than you. Mm-hmm. There needs to be that, that growth of willing to be... Things are an opinion in... Therefore, it can't be wrong. Exactly. I don't have to like your opinion. I I could throw it right out the window. You have to respect them for having it. But you have to respect the other person for having their own opinion. And, exactly. And not following exactly what you say because you said it. Um, That comes up a lot with parents. 
when you're growing up and you start to, to develop your own feelings about things and well in this house <laughs> in this house you know there you should have the feeling the right to feel a certain way there there are obviously rules you should you have the right to enjoy fire we're not setting the house on fire of course you know <laughs> you we can go camping we can create a fire pit outside mm-hmm. we can go to a bonfire we there, there are ways for you to enjoy that but i respect you for that yeah but within reason mm-hmm. you know you if if my child ever you, my fictional child um, <laughs> ever came out of the closet cool mm-hmm. don't care my child wants to tell me they want to burn down my house. Mm-mm. Nope. Not happening. Power maniacs. <laughs> Can't let that get crazy. Who's burning the house down? Um, we have insurance. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the writing, goddammit. Yeah, but, um, you know, another thing that I've, you know, experienced myself is just don't take it uh every everything to heart no don't don't take everything to heart because what happens is you you start to feel like everything's you know that your partner says about you kind of validates who you are as a person and how you feel you know um with with my last i don't want to say relationship but situationship you know i was i i was i let i was at the partner be very vocal about how they feel because i'm never going to deny someone about how they feel towards their feelings but being told that you know uh you can't bear to hear what they're saying when the only thing you when the only thing that you do is validate it's um it's kind of like a conflict of interest you know you can't tell me i don't listen to you when i literally give you the platform to speak you know that means the way I, the way i see that is either you're not saying enough or you're just not liking how i'm rece- receptive to how you feel and you know, when it gets to that point, you just gotta, like you said, agree to disagree. And you're going to disagree in every relationship. There's never. You'd be dating yourself. How boring would that be? Yeah. Because you could already expect what would happen, what would do, you know. I'm married to a polar opposite of myself in many, many, many respects. Uh-huh. We get along on fundamental things. Um, but. In so many respects, he's just my polar opposite. And it makes for great conversation. It makes for good times. It makes for great bonding moments. Uh-huh. You know, because once you once you date someone who's exactly like you, you're going to have to deal with everything that you don't like about yourself inside of that. Oh, and there's so much I don't like and... about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like you're the peaceful one and I'm not peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely like, see. If, if we ever got into... A situation where we were both there and there was a confrontation uh-huh. she would try to back down and try to talk it down I'm just gonna oh no that's up. happened I'm gonna fuck up whoever that has actually happened uh-huh. we we I um I met him at a bar one night after I was done babysitting and I was happened. Ready, I was calm at first I was ready to fucking leave yes um I ran into a friend of mine from work um, at a previous job and something happened between him and his girlfriend. I was like, listen, I'll drive you home. Let me just take you home. You're wasted. Let me take you home. Bar closed down. We were getting ready to leave. He doesn't want to leave now because his girlfriend, like, he's just, he's going through it. He's going through a, a whole bunch of things all at once. 
he wants to leave to go home, but he doesn't want to leave to go home with me, who's a responsible driver who can take him home. He wants to find his girlfriend. He wants this. He wants the other. I mean, they just had a, an all-out brawl, I guess. And it ended up, he, um, absolutely like, hey, let's just go. Jennifer's ready to go. She's going to take you home. We'll get everything settled there. And this guy that I used to work with straight up punched Alex. And you Ooh. cannot believe how quick that man escalated. Oh Alex went from calm and like, let's go. Uh-huh. We're going to get you home safe, too. I am going to murder you now. <laughs> and I literally had to put myself physically he, in between them. He's lucky those fucking monsters there because I, even though he throat punched me, I fell on top of him. Yeah. I had the fucking top mount. I would have fucking beat the fuck out of him. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to debate that anymore, nah. babe. We flogged that dead horse. I'm just saying it's physically happened. Where I you, just don't need to see. He's, he's on my I, list of two people we, that I never need to see again. Him <laughs> and this guy, Jesse. <laughs> we don't need to, we don't well, need to different Jesse. I, 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 okay, three people. <laughs> I don't need to see that Jesse either. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. If I saw her ex... Uh-huh. I'm going to prison. I feel the exact same way, man. No, no, no. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to prison. I'm literally gonna beat him and like uh, call up some friends and be like, "We need to hide a yeah, fucking it, body." It's on site. It's on site. <laughs> just, just the other the... Jesse is he's a motherfucker because he thought he could sucker punch me. Yeah. Because we went downtown with my friend uh, Christina. We mm-hmm. went to her birthday. Mm-hmm. One of her friends, we're sitting there, we go back to her house, it's like four in the morning, we're all drinking, having a great time, and he keep, he's hanging up with the upstairs neighbors, because he knows we don't like him, because he's a fucking prick, and he likes to run his mouth. Yeah. So he comes downstairs, and he pretends to be drunk, which pissed me off the most. Pretends to be drunk, stumbles into me, and swings on me. I fucking grab him and throw him to the ground. I was like, Really? I'm going to fuck you up right now. And my three friends, my buddy Sean, Chris, and his brother uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. were all there. They stopped me. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. yeah, but see, you escalate things. I like to de-escalate things. That's what I was saying. I we're... was being calm just sitting there fucking drinking. No, but the moment he swung happened. on me, exactly. I got to fucking protect myself. Yeah. You have a lot, the right to do so. You have the right to do so. I'm... I, I, don't, gonna... I don't think I've ever been swung at is my problem either. So I don't know how I would react in that situation. But the moment something comes becomes physical or confrontational, oh, I was gonna I'm put... de-escalating. I was going to put him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I, you are escalating. I you had... are going from you swung at me. I had... What is it? You put one in the hospital, they put one in the grave? That's, that's your mentality? I had Chris and Andrew standing in front of me like, you shouldn't have done that. And Sean was like, dude, back up. Back uh-huh. up. Don't fucking do it. I was like, no, I'm going to fucking kill this motherfucker. <laughs> That's the end of that. Because I'm sorry. You don't fucking play a little fucking game and act like, oh, I'm so drunk. I don't know what's going on. And then you fucking turn and swing on me? Yeah. Fuck that. I'll kick your ass. That's some. Um, that's and Christina knows that. She's never let him come around when we're around. Like, Sean says, I'm coming. Are you bringing Alex? Yes. Okay. Mm. He's not going to be there. <laughs> no, but you. But that's, that's just the person you are. You escalate things. And I... I'm very much a de-escalator. I, I'm a nurturer. I want mm-hmm. to solve things civilly. I've had children go at each other. Of course. As you said, beautiful. Polar, Polar opposites. Yeah. But You're I trying to talk them down, I'm like, well. But I've spent 
13 years. I got about 48 rounds career. left, so let's see what we can do. Exactly. <laughs> but I spent 13 years in a career where I had to teach small children coping skills. Uh, you're mad, use your words. Tell me what's wrong. I've spent 20 years in a what fucking warehouse, so <laughs> we're always ready to go in a warehouse. Like, What'd you say to me, motherfucker? I'll yeah, kill you. Exactly. But yeah, but you escalate things. I like to de-escalate them. It mm-hmm. makes more sense to me. That's the perfect balance, too. I got the bang you know? bang. Yeah, I got... That, that's the equalizer I got the teacher right there. voice. That, that only boy, shit. That sometimes mine does. <laughs> like you guys know how to bring the best out of each other, and whenever you guys are possibly, you know, the quote best unquote, and the worst. yeah, exactly. Whenever one of you guys is possibly like doing too much, you know how to calm each other down. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how to bring the best out of you, and to you know, like she says, I de-escalate. Never actually, brought the worst out of her. But you've helped me in the worst of my time, which is the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. But she can make a comment that will. Oh, but. Yeah, that's fine. We've done that. We've that, had that argument. We, we're going to put that back in the past where it belongs. <laughs> just right back in the past, babe. Yeah, if it's already in the case, it's being shipped back. You've done it a couple of times. She'll just make that comment, and I'm like... Just right back in the past. There are always different comments. It's, it's like, not one comment. It's several yeah. different ones. I was like, what the fuck did she just say to me? I, yeah, I say that a lot. I will literally... I am, the, for the most part... The nicest person in the world. Exactly. I like to help everybody out do everything. She knows that button. She knows it's that one button. And she will say it to me, and she knows Uh when she fucks up. Because I look at her, I was like, what? And I will literally rip. It's never my intention in that moment. Let me just clarify that. Because you act like I've. Like, no, I thought this whole sentence through. I have literally just, like, had verbal vomit <laughs> come out. Like, but it's not me trying me, to be mean. It's me in that moment. I need, I, I'm reacting to her. It's, it's spur of the moment. Of course. And you can even see on her face after she but says it. But I have it, a huge she's regret like, that it, came out of my mouth. That is not what I meant. This is, this is going to be a fight. I understand that. I know what I did wrong here. I apologize. The reason I know she knows this is, is as soon as she says that, she gets this look on her face like... I I'm pretty sure I go whiter than white. <laughs> she turns into like, computer fuck paper. did I just say that to him? <laughs> and I... And, and it's more I've of the way one, I've... I have no filter. Compli- compiled no my sentence at all. versus uh-huh. what I've said. What I've meant to say and the way that I put it together. The way I put it together, it was so much worse than what I actually meant. Then what much you meant to say? And I have no filter. So uh-huh. when she says that... Oh no. She goes ghost white and we go I tear I cry. her down. Mm-hmm. I tear her down. Okay. I know what to say to fucking break her down to nothing. And if she makes the fucking right comment, I will do it. And it might take a day or two, but I will apologize to her, but I'll tell her, like, listen, beautiful. But that's what we're getting you at. You just said something to me mm-hmm. that But that's the point we're trying to make set here. Me the fuck exactly. Off. Yeah. That's the point I was we're like, making. I'm sorry now. But at that point in time, I meant every fucking word I said to you. Of course. But that's like, the point we're making. Fucking, yeah. you wanted to start People some shit. People say things, and they say things that are mean, and they're, they're nasty. Oh, and I've, I've said so many said, hateful things to her. We've said hateful things to each other. Uh-huh. Me more than you. I, I've literally had her in tears more than at least five or six times like literally like Damn. she said something he's counting and i was like no i don't think it's that high actually though 
But, not but the, because I, we have great communication least, 90% of the time. I can think of at least four times at David's I've made you uh-huh. break down and cry because you made a There's fucking like comment. twice at David's. Four. Mm-hmm. Twice. But uh, the point that we'll we're trying to get later. at is but The like, point we're trying to get at is... We, we as, get over as, it as later has, once I, I calm down. Yeah. But the point is, is we has, me has a woman, I, I, I don't think women understand that the things that they say have the impact that they have. You... Bust right out with it. I am. Mm-hmm. I am so thankful I have you as an immediate ca- catalyst uh-huh. of. I just said something bad. Uh-huh. Because they don't realize in the moment what they said, the, the damage that they could do to them. Yeah. So it's, and, it's a good thing well, that you react that I way. I love her in that way. That if she pisses me off, uh-huh. I'm gonna tell her off. But if anybody talks to her wrong, oh, no. yeah, they're getting they worse. Get fucked up. They, they I've, I've had a off. friend for 20 years. Fucking made it. She made a comment that number one, she. To this day, defends that I was being a bitch. Mm-hmm. He said something back to her. I grabbed him, fucking pinned him to the side of a bar. I was like, "You want to repeat that?" Yeah. But I was being a bitch. Like I earned that fucking Doesn't medal matter. that day. That was a medal of honor. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It was a medal of honor. It is Jimmy. <laughs> He don't talk to you that way. He doesn't talk to me that way. He doesn't talk to anybody that way. Of course. Tried to kill that motherfucker three times already. Yeah, I've literally should record that. He, he's been on. Probably shouldn't have that recorded, hey, babe. It's whatever. Hey. No, he's literally been on. The he has no shame in it. Neither do we. None. Laying, laying on the ground behind my car, I threw that bitch in reverse and stomped the gas. I'm gonna open the other bottle of wine. And I was gonna fucking run his ass Take over. Take it easy. <laughs> we still don't have. All right, so we're good. And he's like, "Dude, you tried to run me over." He's like, "Yeah, motherfucker." Yeah. You want to keep talking shit? I'll fucking run you over. And whether I'm in reverse or drive, I'm going to hit you. Of course. But he said... He we called were, me a bitch. We were drinking at uh, Ragdoll. That bar no, we, no, no, no. Weren't we drinking at Ragdoll before? No, Jimmy's not allowed in Ragdoll. Oh, we were drinking at the pizza place. Uh, no, we were drinking at your house, and then we went to the biker bar. You got to be really fucked up to not be allowed into a bar. Like, you had to date it really some really... Um, no, and it's a little hole-in-the-wall bar. He literally got drunk. It is a... He literally got drunk. there comfortably hole-in-the-wall bar. Of course, yeah. yeah. He got drunk and headbutted the, I believe, front window. Yeah. And he's not allowed there no more. Really? Oh, wow. Hold on. I'm going to come over with this so we can get the pops out. And but, no, but we, we were going to Boar's Nest Biker uh-huh. Bar. Mm-hmm. On, All the fun bikers. We, we have to hear this. We have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. You can go ahead. But then he he said something to her, and I pinned him to the wall. I was like, Call dude, do you want to repeat that again? Yeah. Call me a fucking bitch if I'm not mistaken. And he, he tried to. This exp- is white Merlot. He tried to explain himself to me. I was like, I don't give a fuck what she did. Exactly. I was like, you do realize who that is? That's your woman. That is my Jen. Yeah. I do what I want, Jimmy. Jen does what she wants. You shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Exactly. And he goes, Tell but I was like, there, no, no, no buts. No ifs, no ands. No Bitch, I tried to kill you fucking That's three. Great. Tried to kill you three times already. Uh huh. You think the fourth time I might not succeed? Like we can go if, and see if your luck runs out. Mm-hmm. All right, but where we started this was uh-huh. honestly. Me and you have great communication styles with each other, but we were talking about how. Some some people just go after, like, they'll say that mean shit just to be spiteful. I don't say it to be spiteful. I say it in the moment. Uh-huh. I don't mean it. 
the way it comes out 90% of the time. It's not right. It's like I, I have a, a smaller portion of that that I believe, but it's just like the whole sentence makes it way bigger than it needs to be. It's bad. It's real bad. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> I do say it to be spiteful, but that's after you but yeah. push me to a point. But yeah, that's that's Like different. you might make a... a, a Dumbass comment, like okay. off <laughs> off the wall comment or something. Uh-huh. But when I go for it, I go straight for the heart. You go straight for the jugular, yeah. And I do not care. I will rip you from. You might think you are up here. I will put you right down here. Yeah. I do not care. I will fucking tear you apart. But for the most part, I don't do that. Is that's my beautifuls? I love her. Love, love her every day. But women love to do that. Well, you ain't a real man, and then fucking walk away like we didn't just say something that's hurtful. Oh, yeah. you like, tell you tell me that beautiful. I, I would never, babe. I would never. I would never. You, I might want to see what the reaction is. Honestly, now that I see your face, but you know, probably you never. would never recover. No, but I would. Know, liter- I, mean, I would but, literally but put you, you in a hole. Women in your life who have done that kind of shit to you. No, they haven't. Nobody's never told me I'm not a man. They okay. might tell me I'm a fucking asshole, I'm a dickhead, I've done this, I've done that. Well, half of that's true. I'm always an asshole. I'm always a dickhead. That's just you being real all the but time, and people can't even accept you, that. If you want to pull out that I'm not a man, I will but fucking, I will that. break but you. But women use that against yeah. you. so hard. And then we want to act like, and why then, are you mad? Women forget Suck how it. fragile they are, because I could break But you. men are fragile, too. I could break That's you. my real big point here. You, you, yeah, say, you say I'm not a man? I will break you down to the point where you are fucking crying and wondering why you live in life. But we're not talking about you and me. We're talking about oh, any woman. Mm-hmm. But we're if not talking about you. If I was involved with yeah. any other woman, I could break her down yeah. to we're not nothing. Talking about obviously you. a special Listen, breed here. You know? We're not talking about you. Oh, I'm an asshole. Of course. You are a very born, special breed. Born and raised an asshole. Do what the fuck I want. Don't give a fuck about Anything, but we're not talking about you specifically. Yeah. We're talking as a whole gender. That's the only one I care about. Yeah. But Honestly, what? my brother, I fucking break my brother down in two seconds. My mama, uh-huh. I break her down in two seconds too. I don't know that you. Because mama know. likes to make comments too. Because mama is a strong woman and she likes to make fucking comments. Your mom. Like, I think mama, your mom still thinks she's taller than me. <laughs> she's shorter than me. Oh, yeah, she's a fucking midget. She's I like love five one. But I think mentally she's big. She thinks she's taller than you. Oh, mentally. Don't she need something on top me- of her? Mentally, she's six six. Uh, mm-hmm. She'll fuck anybody up. She, she'll she'll out carrying you in a fucking minute. Right. I'm such she'll a great like, friend. She'll be like, hold on, who, who do we have to call? Like she'll she'll get ready. She'll, be like, she'll get in her chair with her tea. Oh yeah, I've seen her. Got my drink. Got my, oh. Yeah, listen here, motherfucker. Your mom has never said motherfucker on the phone to somebody she doesn't know. She she has said it in so many words. You haven't seen my mom get mad. (laughs) Well, one thing I've learned recently is, uh, you know, how you mentioned that she could push that one button out of you. It's always always a good thing knowing that your life partner can just... No, it's not a good thing. Because you you generally, you have like a calm demeanor, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't bother nobody until anyone bothers you, but... uh, I know me myself. I don't argue with women. I don't love. So there's this. This is one girl I know. We'll call her Jelly, right? Um, yeah, but she hits that button. She hits We're that talking button. about Jelly right now. We ain't talking about me. It doesn't. She hits that it, button. It doesn't go just her though. I go off like, on everybody. Like I, I'm a super, super, super calm person, but mm-hmm. she has mastered the ability to get a reaction out of me. 
And once you meet that person, I feel like that's the person you should stick to because they're going to be able to bring out the best and possibly the worst. But that's well, going to I agree and I disagree. Somebody who can bring out the worst in you should be able to bring out the best in you. Uh-huh. But you can't stick with somebody solely because, because they bring out the worst. Exactly. You need somebody who will bring out the worst, uh-huh. but wants to bring out the best. Exactly. So I agree, but I disagree, kind of. I've, well I've dated plenty of girls that know where that button is, and... None of them stuck around after the second fight? None of them stuck around. Ha <laughs> I could say two or three haven't stuck out after the first fight, because they seriously pissed me off. <laughs> And you know how you cry mm-hmm. when I actually like really dig into you. Yeah, but that's like after I've said something really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've made them break down. All right, good. they are literally crying and like folded over because of everything I said to them. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Which I say to you all the time, like, fuck you, I'm out. You, mm-hmm. f- you fucking deal with it. But you. Or a str- you're a stronger mm-hmm. person and realize, okay, I pissed him off. Maybe if we talk about it, he won't be so angry. Mm-hmm. Them, they're like, no, he's a big scary motherfucker. I'm not talking to him no more. I make you talk to me, though. I've <laughs> literally stood, I've trapped you in the bathroom before. You're like, no, you need to talk to me. You're like, I'm mad. I don't want to talk right now. Okay, when will you be ready to talk? 20 minutes. Alright, cool. I'll leave now. 20 minutes later, are you ready? Because you're the only person I get my No, I'm not ready exactly. yet. Okay, how much longer? Because Give me like the end of the cigarette. Cool, I'll be back. <laughs> and if everybody I've dated, you're the only one that'll actually get right back in my face. Like, you might break down for a minute, but then you'll get right back in my fucking face. Because obviously we have something to talk about. And you won't be worried about it. Because where, obviously Where they're worried if they about. get in my face... That I'm going to fucking toss him out of the fucking way and be like, fuck you, I'm going to go do what I want. But obviously we have something to talk about, and you would never lay an actual hand on me, so I know I'm safe. There my we physical go. well-being is fine. There we go. I've only done it twice. <laughs> and that's, you got in my way when I was But you, raging. you actually have never fucking... like, hit me or anything. You literally put your hands on my hips and then went, oh, that's the beautiful, nope, should not do that. Stop. <laughs> Didn't even squeeze, babe. Didn't even squeeze. Or I just moved you out of my way. Well, yeah, but that's because I'm a fucking feather sometimes. <laughs> all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, You're all the time. I wanted to go ahead and demonstrate you two what a healthy relationship <laughs> looks like between a strong woman <laughs> and a strong man. I really do appreciate you coming in, tap, uh, tuning in to our podcast. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, You're Alex. Welcome. The healthiest couple I've ever witnessed in my life. And I appreciate all you guys tuning in. And stay tuned for the next episode. Be safe. Be safe.